Welcome back guys and welcome to 2022. Happy New Year everyone and once again, my name is Adam and I have with me Rosman and Victor. Hi Happy, New Year. Happy New Year. Thank you so much for joining us in the new year and at this round table, we're going to talk about Maple Tree Commercial Trust and Maple Tree uh, North Asia Commercial Trust and their proposed merger. It's going to form one yep. of the biggest uh, REITs in Asia. Someone's going to get married. Someone's going to get married. Okay, so these two REITs are going to get married, but of course there's going to be uh, a vote to uh, decide that first, but we're going to discuss the details of this merger and whether it makes sense if you are an MCT or Maple Tree North, uh, North Asia Commercial Trust uh, shareholder. shareholder. Alright, yeah. so we're going to go through that. So before we dive into the pros and cons, let's just give a very brief overview of the details of this merger. Yeah, so what's going to happen is that Maple Tree and Commercial and Maple Tree North Asia Commercial, both are listed in Singapore Stock Exchange, is going to merge together and the new entity is going to be called Maple Tree Pan Asia Commercial Trust. Uh, in short, we call it MPAC. Okay, they're going to create an impact to okay. our portfolio, hopefully. Uh, and if <laughs> you look at the. I hope. Uh, hopefully, it's a good one. <laughs> so, essentially, for uh, Maple Tree Commercial Trust unit holders, uh, if this deal goes through, you will have immediate exposures to uh, countries like Hong Kong, China, Japan, Korea. Right? So, this is no longer a pure Singapore assets, a real, rest, real estate uh, commercial trust. Uh, player uh, and if you are the Maple Tree North Asia unit holders obviously you're going to have exposure in Singapore through the a asset that owned by uh, Maple Tree Commercial Trust okay so these uh, two ones that merge I think the biggest uh, asset that is going to contribute to the bottom line the term of net property income is going to be your festival walk about 22% and then followed by Maple Tree Business City uh, which is 24% and then the third largest is going to be your Vivo City okay then the rest will come from other Singapore property, office property, China and Japan. Okay, so this enlarged entity will ultimately, you know, according to them, uh, it's going to create the seven largest uh, REITs in Asia by market cap. Mm -hmm. Okay, so uh, obviously this will benefits the sponsor and the risk manager because uh, it will make it easier for them to make uh, acquisition. Uh, maybe hopefully, it also benefit the unit holders in terms of uh, you know fund funding. You have more sources to look at and also you, you can potentially help to bring down the cost of funding because you are bigger. Okay, so everyone seems to be going to like, you know, size matters. Yeah. It matters. Uh. I okay. mean, we've seen a spate <laughs> of a lot of Singapore REITs over the last couple of years merging. Yes. So we saw with Capital uh, Capital Land, yes. Maple, uh, Mall Trust with... Uh, Capital Land and Commercial Trust. So, and then yeah. you have got Fraser's Logistics Industrial also merged together. Yeah. Uh, and of course, we have OUE Commercial and Hospitality also merged. Uh, and, you know, more and more REITs are basically merging because they just want to form the biggest uh, REITs in Asia. Mm -hmm. so I think it gives them a bit more flexibility in, yeah. in the markets to move around, like you say, to make acquisitions. A lot, uh, it's a whole lot easier. It's a whole lot easier compared yeah. to a smaller REIT. So I think, uh, I mean, I remember going to the AGMs of, you know, MCT and North Asia. And, and a lot of times, I mean, when all this like mergers were going on in other REITs in Singapore, yeah. a lot of unit holders were asking... Um, the directors whether Maple Tree was considering actually merging some of their sister reads together, and the answer was always no. So this yeah. actually caught me by surprise that they finally finally decided to kind of like combine uh, MCT, which I think is one of the, is one of the best reads around in Singapore yeah. with yeah. 
Maple Tree North Asia. So I think just to summarize the deal, basically you have uh, MCT, which are all these Singapore assets, Vivo City is its crown jewel, and then you have uh, North Asia, which is yeah. uh, based around Greater China, or uh, uh, I think Japan as well, right? Mm. Uh, and the biggest asset is Festival Walk, which yeah. is a big mall in yeah, uh, Hong Kong. It's very big walk. I, You've I, been more, there, right, Victor? Yeah, I've been what, to like? Festival Mall. Right? Yeah. Uh, before the riots, uh, protests and all protests. this. Uh, <laughs> uh, before the protests. Some people okay. were quite riots, yeah. yeah okay. <laughs> so before the protests, I, I, I went to Festival Walk. I mean, it's super crowded. Yep. Right. It looks like a Vivo City to me. Yeah. Uh, the interesting thing is that uh, there's very minimum tourists, but mostly I see it's like local okay. Hong Kong, you know, people yeah. go to the festival. So it was walk. like Cantonese all around you. Yeah, it's, it's, it's very crowded, you know. Okay. I mean, I, yeah. and the brands inside are really like those like, uh, it's not those like, uh, you go to some of the malls, it's like cheap brands and all this. It's mm. really, uh, most of the shops, right? To, there's a mid-tier yeah. to high, high-end high brands okay. and all this. So high street and luxury yeah, brands. And yeah, and it's, it's just right beside the, uh, I think the MTR, MTR, you know, from the second yeah. level, you can just walk through the mall. Yeah, yeah. I will consider this as a suburb malls and they've yeah. got a pretty good catchment area over there. So okay. it's, uh, I think according to them, before the uh, Hong Kong protests, right, their sales from reliance on Chinese tourists actually only like, level like 15 percent okay. so about actually contributed by uh, hong kong uh, okay. people so in that sense it's very stable yeah. because you have a local catchment yeah. that's always shopping right. there yes I, I think if you put into perspective right, it's basically the vivo city of hong kong okay right. so just to like bring it back together so we have these two reads that are combining merging together yeah uh to form one really humongous uh read seventh largest in asia so mm. i think i think as if you're already a unit holder of either read, you kind of know what the assets are of your particular yeah. read and of your sister read as well so then right now we're going to discuss the pros and cons of the merger and whether it you know, makes sense for you as an MCT unit holder or a North Asia unit holder does it actually make sense alright yep, so let's yep. start with the pros and cons I mean just, let's just get things I think going. we start with the good one first start, let's start with the pros okay, yeah, what do so you think the of the deal pros are basically they have become a, one of the largest uh, reach top 10 right and uh, honestly speaking, this doesn't really benefit uh, uni holders. Uh, although I did say that, you know, mentioned that it helps in terms of cost of funding, acquisition opportunity. But as a uni holder of uh, MCT myself, I don't see any tangible benefit out of this, okay? Uh, apart from if you're a risk manager, obviously uh, you are managing a very big assets. Right now, you've got uh, more fees to earn as well. Mm -hmm. uh, although uh, they did say that they want to waive off these uh, acquisition fees uh, you know, yep. uh, for the sponsor, which is pretty good, okay, it's in my yep. opinion. Uh, and and this, this, that is actually one of the cons. I want to pros actually. And then the other benefits is it will gonna helps to improve the liquidity of the units, the the risk itself. Okay, for the new entity because uh, currently uh, the MSCI Singapore index allocation for MCT is only one point six percent. So after they merge, it will the allocation limit will actually increase to two point four percent. So again, as a unit holder, you can't really quantify this because uh, yep. uh, index, you know, it depends on how the ETF deploy their funds, you know. Maybe it will help to improve the valuations of yep. the REITs itself, but there's no tangible benefits out of it. Okay, you can't because it's, you can't confirm or certain that it's going to benefit in that way, mm. right? Uh, and of course, the other benefit that they did mention is the tenant diversifications. Uh, obviously, your tenants reliance on both NCT and MNC, M Maple Tree North Asia Trust. Uh, for BMW, it's, it's the largest for Maple Tree North Asia, and then uh, Google is the largest, about 10% for MCT. So after this merged entity, the Google will fall to about 5.7%, and then the BMW is going to fall to about 3.8%. Okay, so honestly speaking, as a unit holders of MCT, uh, I don't see much benefit out of this because uh, it's okay to have good tenants uh, concentration if the tenants are solid like Google. Mm -hmm. I don't think they're going to default on that. So 
I don't see much benefit out of this, honestly speaking. Uh, and then, of course, the other one is that the sponsor going to waive the acquisition fee, which I mentioned it here, uh, because eventually after they merge together, the fee structure is going to shift from the mm. percentage of the base fee and performance fee to a new model, which is basically what Mabertrino Asia is using it right now. Basically, you will base on their base fee of the distributable income instead of the total assets. Mm-hmm. And plus, they will only earn the performance fee if they can grow the distribution per yep. unit year on year basis, yep. which is the structure that is more aligned to the unit holders. Yeah, yeah that's a good thing. Yeah, yeah. I think this yeah. is a very good thing. So when I, I first saw this structure, I was thinking, wow, this is really good. Right? So it really uh, incentivize you know, the manager right, to actually grow the DPU and Moreover, the the measure going to be the existing um, MCTs uh, manager, yeah. which they already have a very good track record of very shareholder friendly. They do things that are in line with the shareholder. Okay, yeah. So 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 this prevents the cases where the the manager will go on an acquisition frenzy and get very high pay and the DPU will keep dropping. So it's a very very good structure. Yeah. So I must shout out to MCT managers also because even without this uh, new uh, incentive uh, model, yep. they have been performing pretty well yep. for the last. <laughs> 10 years yeah, yeah right. since years. listing yeah. until today yeah. so I mean with this new incentives model I think that will incentivize them to do the right thing continue to do the right thing okay yep. so uh, and I think I'm pretty impressed with this uh, new structure moving forward and I think the most tangible benefit that unit holders can see uh, as an MCT unit holders is uh, maybe if this deal goes through I think we're going to see the performa DPU based on what they have is that we're going to have a higher DPU uh, around 7.5% to 8.9% so it depends on which option the member three North Asia unit holders choose okay? because there are two options that uh, we'll talk about it later right okay. towards the end of the video okay so uh, and uh, NAV they also benefit will increase by around 6.5% to about 7.1% mm-hmm. okay it depends on which option that they choose okay so uh, in terms of uh, DPU accretion is pretty attractive for MCT unit holders uh, and then, of course, if you are the North Asia uh, unit holders, uh, you will also benefited from the price that they are offering to to do a share swap mm-hmm. or unit swap with uh, MCT. Okay, so the effective price that they're going to buy you out, essentially not buying out but swapping, is going to be yep. at a price of around one point one nine, which is very close to the North Asia latest net asset value. Mm-hmm. Okay, so if you look at the Maple Tree North Asia historical price to book, I think there has been trading at a discount. Okay, below the net asset value, I think on average is about zero point eight three, mm-hmm. right? It was as low as zero uh, point six, I think during the COVID level, uh, and of course uh, in good times it was like around one one time. Okay, so at uncertain time like now, uh, you have someone that trying to buy you out at about a dollar, swapping the yep. units at one dollar, which is about one time, okay, which yeah. is pretty attractive. Yeah, yeah. it's very so, attractive for the North Asia. Okay. Yeah. yeah, so and the other benefits that they mentioned is that you're going to get uh, geography diversification. Mm-hmm. A big question mark for me because... Okay. <laughs> I mean, this is what the, yeah. the managers were saying. The managers were yeah. saying. Yeah. You're going to have more diversified yeah. uh, portfolio, you have more exposure. Your investment country. mandate expands yeah. as well yes. because now you can invest in... Yeah. Greater China, which is a huge region, yeah. right? So to me, this is nonsense. <laughs> uh, because when I invest in military commercial trust, I invest because it's a pure play Singapore asset. Yeah. Okay. Right? And uh, those who invest in North Asia also believe that they want to have a foreign exposure. But now they are being, having the op- they are being forced. Uh, okay. There's still an option to vote for sure, right? But to me, this is almost like a done deal, right? All the, mm. all the merger seems like always a done deal. Uh, they're going to get a local exposure now. Okay? So... 
Honestly, as a MCT unit holders, I am not very happy mm. with this uh, merger because I were being exposed to the forex risk. Mm -hmm. Okay, because now I have to you know get rental income coming from Hong Kong, China, Japan, <laughs> Korea. So those were the fluctuation of our forex is real, right? So sometimes yep. you don't know how that will affect your DPU. Okay. So and that is going to be a quite a big part of it. I think it's about close to forty over percent. You have natural immediate foreign exposure from your M MCT, for our M MCT investment. Okay. Yep. So, so I think that's yeah. probably the, the reason why you can see the price actually dropping for MCT. Because yeah. some of the, I think the shareholder, they just want to be a, own Singapore property. They want to pure play yeah. Singapore. Yeah. Yeah. They don't want to own foreign, you know, you okay. expose yourself, you increase the risk and all this. Okay. Right. So I think that's the main uh, criticism I've seen yep. so far about this merger. But I just want to backtrack a little bit. So I think just to summarize the pros of the deal is that basically MCT unit holders get to enjoy a higher DPU yes. yep. forma yeah. Yeah. if the deal goes through. Yep. Yeah. And for uh, North Asia unit holders, they, they get to um, enjoy more things. They get to sell yeah. out uh, yeah. at a higher, higher price, value price. And they yeah. now get uh, pretty solid assets. Yeah, and then they get well. a very good manager also. Yeah. Yep. yeah. So those are the pros. But now the cons, and I, I think uh, we can zoom in on this thing about uh, diversification. I mean, not diversification, uh, this uh, geographic di di diversification and how you, you don't like it. Because yeah. you essentially what you're saying is that you don't need the read to be to merge to give you that diversification. Yes, correct, yeah. You can do it at a, at a portfolio, portfolio level. level. Yeah. But now you're kind of like stuck with both <laughs> the yeah. best and worst of both worlds, yeah. right? And yeah. I, and I think also be, even before this merger is happening, I think yeah. uh, MCT is doing very well, yeah. okay. right? I I mean they still got a pipeline to acquire more of the I think the yeah. business park in Singapore, well, in yeah, Singapore, yeah, Alexandria yeah. So, precinct, actually. and their business park is doing very well also, yeah. right? Got one part that they bought, they're doing, still doing very well. They are growing. Vivo City, I think they are experiencing rental reversions and all this, mm -hmm. so so I think. Even with all this merger, they are doing very well. But with this merger, is really you know increasing the risk for the MCT uh, shareholder. Okay. Right. So yeah. let's yeah, let's just zoom in on what other cons do you see? I mean, that's the main one that we hear a lot. I mean, among among the investor circles. What yeah, else? What other cons do you see? The other one is I think uh, the gearings level is going to go up for MCT unit holders. Okay. Uh, because previously we were looking at like you know, MCT gearing level was pretty low at about thirty three point seven percent. Uh, North Asia is actually on the high side. I mean, this is an investment that is always on a high risk, right? Mm -hmm. And it, it comes with higher U as well. Uh, and was it's still at about 42.2%. Okay. And averaging out at about 39.2% once it's merged. Okay, so that gearing level will go up for MCT unit holders, but uh, North Asia will see their gearing drop, okay, which is good for them. Right? <laughs> Not a good thing for Yeah, I mean, you're going to average it out in a way, yeah. right? Yes, yeah. yeah. And then, of course, they did mention that there will be some benefits for the AEI and development headroom. Mm. Again, this doesn't really matter mm. to me because there isn't much uh, AEI for uh, Vivo CC to begin yeah. with, right? And uh, they did uh, a few times of asset uh, announcement initiative, but it was a very small scale. Yep. Uh, and then, business part, I think. Uh, Hardly there will be any AIs going on. It's a business part. Uh, I don't know. Maybe they still find a room, a ways to... Uh, well, you can argue that you don't yeah. actually need North Asia to do all these uh, asset enhancements, right? You can yep. do it by yourself for MCT. The, for, for MCT, yeah. 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 Right. So you, they, they, they can just do it by themselves yeah. without yeah. the... I, the I mean, AI. MCT have been doing very, very good AI. You, you go to Vivo City, you look, and look around. Yeah. They really can squeeze out any space out, you know? Yeah. So, so I fact, know you right. live near Vivo, C yeah. Vivo City, so it's still packed yeah. even during COVID <laughs> and all yeah. that stuff, right? I mean, it's even more packed now. Right? <laughs> you get a queue to, queue to go in sometimes? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Okay, so it's just messy. It's just yeah. massive and it's crowded. Yeah. So if you look at the, they did a J performance uh, measurement since IPO until mm. now. Mm. Uh, Member Three North uh, Commercial Trust. Okay, their DP performance for nine years and a half has been compounding at about four point eight percent a year, which mm. is 
growing, which right? Which is good, yeah. Which is good, impressive actually. And uh, Mapuchino North Asia is about 1.9%. It's slightly below. Uh, I don't blame them because they, they didn't do so well. Okay, in fact, plus... plus 1.9% is not bad, okay? okay? In fact, they've done even better if not because of the Hong Kong protests. So it's quite unfortunate that they have to go through what Hong Kong has gone through for the last couple of years, yeah, okay? Yeah. Uh, Hong Kong protests and then subsequently got COVID and until today, they're still trying still to... Still recovering from that, yeah, right? Recovering for that. So yeah. the performance has been affected by that, okay? So I think uh, in... As a whole, I think this merger is really not necessary for military commercial unit holders. Uh, I mean, I don't really look out for size for the sake of the size, right? Mm-hmm. To me, what is important is as an investor, uh, you just want to make sure that this investment stay as a low-risk investment. And that has been the case for military commercial trust until yep. this merger comes out. Then today, I have to review my military commercial trust and whether this is a read that I will own for the long term. Okay. okay, because the risk profile has changed uh, dramatically after this merger announced. Yeah. yeah. Okay, so just to summarize the cons, I think the main thing I hear is that basically you view that MCT is a higher quality read. Yes. In general, because yeah. of the track yeah. record and yes. the assets that it, it owns. And then yeah. um, North Asia is a decent read. Decent read, yep. decent, yeah. Uh, but it's, it's, it's it has a higher less, risk. less high quality than. Uh, MCT and uh, now you're merging both of them yeah, yeah. Be- they have higher risk because of the foreign exposure right for, and in for, fact yeah. if you look at their uh, not distribution yield for the past five years uh, North Asia has been trading at on average about 6.7% uh, mandatory commercial trust is the yield is actually lower at 4.8% okay, yeah. why is it lower because the risk is lower yep. and you can you understand it better because we all live in mm-hmm. Singapore okay. right yeah and then, of course, the other major one is, of course, like you say, forest exposure and, of course, yeah, the geographic diversification. Mm-hmm. You don't actually want that sometimes. Mm-hmm. All right. So I think you kind of know the pros and cons of the deal. I think we've yep. laid them out pretty clearly. I think your views are, have been expressed. <laughs> uh, <Yeah>. But <laughs> So I think it goes to, I mean, this question now, would you vote for or against the merger as an MCT and a North Asia unit holder? Okay. I think the answer is quite clear. Yeah. But I think we should just say it out. I think well. if you are a North Asia uh, shareholder, I think you should vote yes. Right. <laughs> We're we trying to be objective. Here, yeah. Okay. Okay. <laughs> okay. okay. okay no recommendations to do yeah. anything, but if you were okay. North Asia, you should vote yes. Okay. Right? But because if you are MC, uh, I mean, it's the deal is very very favorable to you. Okay. Right. You got everything. You you get back to one time, close to one time, uh-huh. and all this. Right. Your debts are reduced. You you got quite a good asset with a good manager coming and all this. Okay. But of course, if you are MCT, I think. I just yeah. want the Singapore property. I don't want to get <laughs> for yeah. you. Our obviously yeah. vote no. Yeah. Yeah. Although I think high chance this is going to be a done deal, right? Yep. Um, but I, I will still try my luck. Yeah. I will vote no. Okay. Uh, because I don't like the fact that... Vote no I, for MCT, huh? Yeah, <laughs> MCT. Yeah. So just so, as a disclosure, so you are MCT sh- unit holder, right? Oh, no, All sir. of us are actually. Yeah, I have some share in uh, North Asia, but a very small, very small. share. So yeah. uh, which I use it for uh, AGMs purposes. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, so I will, clearly I'll be voting no for this yeah. deal, right? Okay. But... In the event when this deal goes through, uh, for North Asia uh, unit holders, I of course you need to choose between uh, two schemes, right? So one is a uh, cash and script uh, consideration. The other one is a uh, script only consideration. Okay, so basically cash and script uh, consideration is that you're gonna receive your eighty four percent of the price that they offer to so called swap in terms of units to right directly will be given uh, uh, units of uh, MCT. Okay, so that 
exchange ratio is going to be at about 0 0.5 okay so that is something that you need to take note and of course uh, then the other one is uh, on top of that they will give you 16% uh, of it cash okay which is equal to about 19 cents mm -hmm. there about as a one-time dividends okay so and then the other one is uh, script dividends uh, and this script dividends the conversion is 0 0.5963 uh, I think I mentioned previously the ratio for the first option is actually 0 0.5 mm -hmm. okay so the first option is actually more attractive uh, because because you're going to get uh, lesser odd shares. Mm -hmm. Okay, so if you convert at 0 0.50009 versus if you convert at 0 0.5963, okay, you're going to get more odd share for second option. Okay, so that's one reason uh, what I will opt for one. Okay, the option number one. Okay, and second reason, of course, I get to cash out. I get about 16% of it as in the form of cash. Uh, because I'm going to swap these units at $2 for MCT and I don't like to pay the price of $2 for MCT. Mm -hmm. I want to have a better price so there's option for me to receive cash. Okay. I would just rather mm -hmm. take So the if cash. you're a North Asia unit holder and you had to yep. choose, you would go with a cash in script. That is better uh, in my opinion. I mean, opinion. I mean that, that's one option. There's another option also. Yeah. I mean, another option is that if you're not sure whether the deal is going to go through <laughs> okay. the event, yeah. right? If you're North Asia, right, you can actually sell the share of the market right now, oh, yep. right? And you won't get, end up with any lot, odd lots, mm -hmm. but if the deal don't go through, the share price will definitely drop. Okay. Then you can just buy back. So yeah. that's the third option. So basically yeah. the, the unit price of uh, North Asia has already gone up to match the deal. Yeah. Uh, Close not just no, no, right? 1.13, yeah. I think. At, at the time of this Yeah, so I mean, yeah. by the time you watch this, the price could be different. Yeah. Unless it goes up to 1.19 above, right? Yeah. Then that actually makes sense for you to just sell yeah. off of the open okay. market. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, and then buy, if let's say MCT is trading at below $2, yeah. it makes sense to just buy off now, sell MC at, uh, North Asia and then buy MCT. Yeah, but I, I, I doubt they will go above the yes. 1.19. Yeah. But my, my, my take is that why why I'm saying this option is because if you see the difference, let's say now it's 1.13, the difference is like 6 cents yeah. and all this, yeah. right? I mean, unless you own a lot of shares, the 6 cents is just a few you know, okay. amount, right? But if the deal don't go through, it definitely going to fall back to the previous okay. price and, and yeah. that's the risk reward that you get. Yeah. yeah, and yeah, so basically that is our stand, right? Yeah. And of course, I need to highlight that, you know, after this merger go through and why I will vote no for commercial trust is mainly because, uh, you know, I looked at uh, North Asia before. In fact, during the protest, mm -hmm. when the share price started to plunge uh, and it was an opportunity back then, right? Mm -hmm. So when I was looking at Festival Walk, one thing that I really don't like is the land title, the tenure of it. It's only going to expire. Uh, is the land use right expiry is going to end in 2047, right? Mm -hmm. So we are in the 2022. Uh, so that if you minus out, you're going to left about 25 years left. Mm -hmm. Okay, so for uh, retail malls that with a land tenure of less than, less than 25 years, okay, mm -hmm. I don't think that is a very... Uh, Certain, yeah, and it's a yeah, question mark whether the lease will be renewed by the by the Chinese government. Yeah, Correct. we don't know what is going to happen to that because uh, there's uncertainty over there. And when it comes to like you know, past the, the when it's left with ten years, the decay rate for the investment property will decline very fast. Okay, okay. unless yep. they manage to extend it early, hmm. but at this stage, no one's. It's, it's, no, it's, it's a question. It's a question mark. It's a big so, question yeah, mark. Yeah, and this is a big part of the portfolio. Eventually, it's going to end up in the the merge entity. Okay, twenty one percent. Right, so it, it matters to me. That's why I say I will have to review my military commercial trust again whether it's going to be a long-term investment. Okay, okay. Yep. It's a big question mark for me. All right. So I think we kind of summarize this whole merger. I think from the perspective of an MCT unit holder and a yeah. North Asia unit yep. holder, the pros and cons as well. So we're not making any recommendation what you should do during the vote. Please make your own due diligence and decide what makes sense for you and how you're going to vote for yourself. As either as either a shareholder, is really, really going to be up to you. But as... 
uh, unit holders ourselves of MCT, this is our opinion and yeah. what we like and don't like about yeah. the deal. And you should yeah. receive the circulars uh, by the end of March, mm-hmm. okay, according to their timeline. And I think you can start to vote at the EGM in uh, April. Okay. Right. And if yeah. everything goes through, uh, then and of course, May, uh, and, and of May or June, you start to see the new yeah. entity. Okay. Being so it's still some time to go. Uh, yeah. Yeah. In, in take your time to digest. Yeah, take your time mean, to maybe digest the news is going to change again. You yeah, never know. You maybe never higher know. offer. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I mean, that was what happened with uh, SPH, right? Yeah. <laughs> but I don't right. think this is going to happen. Right. <laughs> I don't think it's going to happen. Yeah. So again, yeah. so uh, yeah, please do your own due diligence and decide for yourself, you know, whether this merger makes sense. Uh, in our opinion, we've shared our views, yeah. what we think about the pros and cons, and what we're going to do as uh, MCT unit holders primarily. Yeah. All right. Thank you so much for listening to this roundtable. If you like the podcast, feel free to follow. And of course, if there's a YouTube version of this podcast as well, do check us out on YouTube. Uh, just search for the fifth person, and we'll see this, uh, you know, this discussion as well in video as well. So thank you so much for listening, and we'll see you around.